Well, here we are once again at the kitchen table. Thanks for being here. This is Fika with Arctic Eric. That freedom that you and I and all who believe in Jesus have in him. The freedom to know him more deeply, more richly, more intimately on a moment-to-moment, hour-to-hour, and day-to-day basis. That freedom to be led by him, that freedom to hear his voice, and that freedom to share him with others. Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom's sake that Christ has set us free. So do not allow, do not let anyone put a yoke of bondage back upon you. Okay, we're going to continue part 14 in this series about deliverance. And today I want to chat here with you. And by the way, thanks for being here with me at the kitchen table. It is such a joy. Today, I want to not only continue, but I want to do a summary of some of the things that we've looked at thus far. Uh, Then the next time we're here at the kitchen table, we'll get into uh, that which some of you have probably been looking for from the very beginning. What does it mean to use the name of Jesus to set those who are demonized free? But let's just go back here and look a bit. In the beginning, part one, I did kind of an introduction of my journey into this reality of commanding demons in the name of Jesus. I mentioned uh, some different things that happened subjectively in my own life uh, in a small group setting in India and even here in Sweden. Quite interesting. We also took up the fact that this whole thing about deliverance, it is progressive. You have that initial deliverance. What do I mean by initial deliverance? I mean it's when we encounter Jesus Christ as Lord and King in our lives. That begins a process, and that process is progressive. We meet him. There's a new life on the inside of us, a transforming life, all empowered by God's amazing grace and in accordance with Scripture. But then it continues as we are willing to allow God's goodwill to be done in our lives. We have a part to play. You better believe it. We discover in Scripture what God wants to do, and we yield to it. We submit to him at his good will be done in us. And then I mentioned that the third phase, we started with the initial deliverance, the progressive deliverance, and then the power demonstrations of deliverance. And we looked at them in the Gospels and Acts and in the Epistles. We also talked about how do we discern things? Where are we going in all of this? That was part three. In part four, we looked at, is it the flesh or the devil? You know, the devil rarely makes you do it. We have responsibility to own our actions. And then in part five, I looked at, what's the difference between possession or being demonized? Then I talked also in part six, seven, and eight about some changes that need to take place. There has to be that change of kingdom. 
leaving and being transformed by the power of God from the kingdom and the rulership of this world and being delivered and transformed into the kingdom of the dear son, Jesus Christ. That's the new birth. And then that process uh, uh, continues as Christ's lordship, his kingship, his rulership increases in our lives, and we're willing to submit all the more to his good, perfect, and acceptable will as revealed in Scripture. I've mentioned many times that there are subjective realities, but they must be grounded in the objective written Word of God. We start with the Word of God, not our feelings, not our thoughts, not our emotions, but we begin on the objective Word of God and then experience by the power of God those things which God clearly declares in Scripture are ours. I talked about the need there in part eight about, listen, our minds need to be changed. They need to be transformed. And it's an act of our will to allow him to do so. We're willing to be changed. We're willing not just to meet him initially and be saved, but that we're willing that sanctification or this progressive transformation that he begins, that it continue. We embrace it. And then, uh, as I mentioned a couple minutes ago, we looked at uh, Jesus and deliverance episodes there in the Gospels. And then we moved in in part 10, 1 and 2 into deliverance in the book of Acts. And then uh, part 11 was the epistles, seeing deliverance there. And uh, wow, it's really been something. So now we're moving... uh, Beyond uh, part 12, which was what's happening in, in this world of deliverance today, and part 13, being prepared. Listen, that is so important, part 13. You need to take time to look at that so that your heart and the heart and will of the hearer, the one that you're going to be praying for, is prepared. So important. And so now we are doing this summary of what has been looked at thus far. Uh, so important to, to have the mind of Christ in these things and understand that we have been given authority by Jesus clearly in Scripture to what? To do many things through the power of the indwelling person of the Holy Spirit. I say that again, through the power of the indwelling person of the Holy Spirit. And that Jesus has given his name, and it's clear that his name was used throughout the New Testament to drive out demons or to see the demonized set free. So the authority is that which is Christ in you. It's that authority which comes in the name of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus, the name at which every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So I know I'm repeating myself, but I encourage you so very, very much to hear the first messages, the first discussions here at the kitchen table, and try to listen them in order uh, as we prepare to go into part 15, a discussion here at the kitchen table, or we could say getting down to the nuts and bolts of ministering 
deliverance to those who are demonized. And as I've said before, it's rare, it's not often, but it does occur, and it's very, very real. And the best thing in all of it is not only the power that's in Jesus' name, but the person of the Holy Spirit in us, we talked about it in part three, is a discerner. He is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. He is the one that will lead us and guide us in the process of, frankly, driving out or commanding that demons depart in his name. Okay, listen, this is a bit of a shorter one, but I did want to do just this summary so far, an overview, just touching on some of the things that we looked at. It's been so good here at the kitchen table all of these times that we have met. You know, I want to pray for you that prayer that I have prayed so many times, and it is this, that God's good, perfect, and acceptable will be done for you, in you, and through you to others this day in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thanks again for being here. Good day.